Welcome to MJ's Magic Hour. Less than an hour, yet jam-packed with New Earth Magic. I'm your host, Magdalena Jensen, transformative coach and mediator. Let's jump right in. Hello, my loves, and welcome to episode two. Yay! (laughs) I am so excited to have embarked on this journey, and it is so much fun to put these episodes together like... I get to untangle my own thought matrices about a given topic and lay it out in a hopefully digestive and supportive format for you. So today's topic is something that I am intimately familiar with and even something that has held me back from starting MJ's Magic Hour months ago, and that is fear. And finally, I decided to feel the fear and do it anyway. So here we are. Now, before we dive into the topic of fear and untangle some aspects around it, I want to share a quick astro forecast, a little bit of info about what's happening in the cosmos right now that is supporting us earthlings to muddle through. So we are currently in the Sirius Gateway. This happens sometime around the first week of July. This year, it's about the third through the seventh. It's always in the first week of July. Now, Sirius is the brightest star in the sky, and it's currently aligned with our sun, shining huge amounts of light onto planet Earth and opening a powerful portal for shifting old shadows. Plus, it's the full moon in Capricorn next Wednesday. So we head into a big, beautiful illumination that creates an opportunity to release what no longer serves us. Whatever we need to release is being put under the literal spotlight for us to see and let go of. Now feel free to just notice that and keep that in mind over the next week. And the reason that I bring that up today to open today's show is that a huge topic or a huge, sorry, a huge shadow in the collective consciousness is fear. And obviously this is today's topic. So I want to discuss fear on a macro scale, then come to how it manifests in the individual and how you can harness fear as a progressive force to create change. For the past two plus years, we have been under the influence of fear monger mass messaging, fear of a virus, fear of war, fear of food shortages, fear of our fellow human when we gather in mass groupings. I mean, If we stay tuned into media narratives, we should be shaking in our boots right now. Our current governments, economic systems, and even social systems are injected with fear and characterized by a scarcity mindset. Capitalism is literally based on scarcity to drive up profits, not to mention the rhetoric around climate change, the gas crisis, food shortages. My goodness, it is enough to whip anyone into a state of panic. Now, All of this means that as a collective global society, we have been in a heightened state of alert. Our nervous systems have become dysregulated. Our sympathetic nervous system, aka the part responsible for fight or flight, has dominated. And we are producing lots of adrenaline and hormones all the time. The other side of our nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system, 
which is responsible for the rest and digest mode, is left totally unattended. It's surpassed by constantly living in a state of survival mode. Fear feeds the sympathetic nervous system. Now, when we're constantly living in a state of fear, living in survival mode, the chemicals in our brain actually prevent us from making clear decisions, from connecting with our heart space and leading with compassion, from imagining an optimistic, hopeful future because our pineal glands have become pretty blocked up. So to also inject an overhanging note of positivity, if you recall from episode one, what the heck is the new earth? We spoke about the fact that as humans, we're living through an immense shift in human consciousness. This collective shadow of fear is something we must look at head on and move through it on a mass scale in order to facilitate this new paradigm we're inevitably moving into. So how to shift out of fear mode? It takes a combination of mindset and somatic or physical work to rebalance the nervous system. But before we dive into some of the benefits and methods of transmuting fear, I invited my friend, the Courage Coach, Lauren Roswadowski, she's also a fellow Pole, to share a little bit about her relationship with fear. What is my relationship with fear? I love this question. I have a much healthier relationship with fear than I used to. I used to allow feeling fear mean something about me way more than it does. I used to definitely allow it to sit in the driving seat of my life for far too long. I mean, it still tries to jump in from time to time, but I know it more intimately now. I don't judge it. I know how to talk it down. I know how to put it back in the passenger seat and take the wheel back. Because fear is the part of me that is always trying to keep me safe. It wants the best of me, so I don't judge it anymore. It is the part of me I can often look to to really see where my true desires are. And it's often where I've grown the most from. You know, when I look at my fears, when I learn the lessons I need to, and I choose courage instead, that's where I've grown the most. And sometimes I even let it fuel me forward, like fear of regret. That one can sit in the driving seat all day long. Thank you so much, Chica. You can find Lauren at CourageCore on Instagram, and I'll link her in the show notes. So let's discuss why overcoming this pervasive fear is super important especially now first of all the world is changing all around us and there is no need to fear this as humans it's totally natural that we fear change why because our ego mind which is part of the conscious mind that chats us up all day long is responsible for keeping us safe Lauren was talking about that, right? And things that are new or things that are changing makes the ego mind feel unsafe. So it sends us thoughts of fear to hold us back and in our comfort zones where we feel safe. Now with the world shifting and changing all around us, it's time right now to shed the fear and get comfortable with change. It's time to shift from survival mode to thrive mode. It's time to activate our optimism, our hope, our imagination, and get on board with envisioning and creating a future that we want to live in and that we want our children's children to thrive in. This might seem massive, but look, that's your ego mind already piping up with thoughts like, oh damn, that's too much for me. I prefer to chill at home and keep on keeping on. Now that's okay. I have similar thoughts myself. This life we all are living makes up a developed neural pattern in our brain that feels like safety. We are quite literally built to be set in our ways, 
to respond to the habits that we have. And here's the really dope thing. Our brains are malleable. We can actually change those neural patterns to feel safe in a different reality. It's quote unquote, simply a question of repetition and devotion. Now I have so, so, so much to say on this topic. This is a huge part of why I became a coach. I changed my whole lifestyle, my habits, my thought patterns, how I see and view time <sighs> to embody and work with people to literally help them change their minds, to overcome their fears that hold them back and step into great and fundamental trust in themselves. For this is how we move forward into a new paradigm, one not characterized by fear and dysregulated nervous systems. But I digress. Let me come back to what I was saying earlier. Overcoming fear and shifting from survival to thrive mode is simply a question of repetition and a devotion. Oh, and choice. Firstly, devotion. I particularly use the term devotion over motivation as motivation ebbs and flows, comes and goes, whereas devotion is a constant choice to devote yourself to your own sense of inner peace over fear, to really feel into the need for peace and happiness, to make the choices to prioritize joy daily. Even if it seems a bit inappropriate, like you should be tuned in 24 seven to the horrors demanding our attention on the news. This is when it's especially important to remember your devotion to overcoming fear and embodying inner peace. It is important also because this sense of inner peace or joy or happiness on an energetic level feeds into the collective, lifting us all up even just a little bit. So let me jump onto this energetic tangent for a moment. Let's remember that everything is energy down to the electrons and atoms, everything has a vibrational frequency. The emotion of fear has a very low vibrational frequency. If you can imagine it as sound waves, they look like long, lazy ocean waves. The emotions of peace, happiness, and joy have much higher charges, much higher vibrational frequencies, more rapid undulations, sharper waves, basically. Low vibrational frequencies like fear lead to regression stagnation, they sit very densely in the body, whereas higher vibrational frequencies are much lighter, more expansive, and they have an uplifting kind of feeling. You can notice this in your body. Let's take the example of climbing a steep mountain. Imagine if you're super, super afraid of heights and you're turning this fear over and over and over in your mind as you steadily plod forward up and up and up and at some point, this mountain climb begins to feel really heavy and probably you might have to stop or go back, not to even mention possible panic attacks. Now, if you do not feed that fear of heights with endless thoughts and instead hold excitement and joy at reaching the summit, you will sure-footedly and lightly keep moving upward to get to the top. So I really like that visual and I hope it helps you see what I mean about these vibrations. Now let's circle back and discuss repetition and why this is an important tool in overcoming fear and shifting your mindset to embrace change. As I said before, your brain is malleable. This is so exciting for me. We have the power 
to change our neural synaptic pathways and literal thought patterns through repetition. Every time you have a new thought, it snaps through your brain in a different way. So you can literally create new neural pathways by repeating the same thought, the same new thought over and over. This is why mantras and affirmations are so popular and can be really effective. They do serve to support in rewiring our brains. Studies show that it takes about 21 days of repetition to deepen that new neural pathway and create a new habit and about three months to see that habit reflected in your lifestyle. Now, how can you create a new habit? That's so dang hard. <laughs> Remember what I said about devotion? Here's where that is worth holding in mind and heart. Next, a practical tip. Tie your new thought to a healthy habit that you already have, like brushing your teeth. It may feel a bit silly at first, but repeating a supportive mantra to yourself while you brush your teeth starts to create a really positive thought pattern and in time, you will notice the impact of this in your life. I also mentioned choice as an important element in overcoming fear. Your mind will try to talk you out of doing a lot of things. Remember, its job is to keep you safe. And for the past few years, it's been working on overdrive. So it's really valuable to start making new choices with your thoughts and support it to be in rest and digest mode more. When you start to feel fear and hear the thoughts that go along with it, you can engage in dialogue with your ego mind. You can say, thank you for showing up today. I know you're trying to keep me safe and I appreciate your attention. And today I'm gonna to choose something else. I'm gonna choose new thoughts, new habits, new intentions. I'm gonna become an active participant in my life choosing to grow and stretch out of my comfort zone and to develop new baseline feelings of safety because I'm going to choose this over and over and over again until you, dear ego mind, chill the F out a bit. <laughs> now, the ego mind doesn't ever go away. It will find new things to worry about and it will find new things to be fearful of. So it's important to remain devoted to choosing to be happy, joyful, and at peace. This is why I title this episode Feel the fear and do it anyway. Sometimes it's as straightforward as that. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Now, I haven't touched the topic of trauma and the fear we feel from traumatic situations and the impact this has on your nervous system and mind. It would be remiss of me to not address the fact that many people have experienced very real trauma that makes my idea of repetition, devotion, and choice at first seem trivial. Now, of course, this is not my intention care for and healing from trauma very much incorporates those three elements of repetition devotion and choice plus safety and empowerment they're really important additional elements to incorporate when you're dealing with trauma now if you have experienced traumatic events it can be helpful to get support from professionals to move through the healing process so feel free to reach out to me Links are in the show notes and we can discuss this or I can refer you to a trustworthy colleague. Another thing worth coming back to, the parasympathetic nervous system, aka our rest and digest mode. It is governed by the vagus nerve, which stretches from the brainstem down the spine and into and through the digestive organs. 
It controls some involuntary bodily systems such as digestion, heart rate, immunity, and it can be very valuable to look at both gut health to support the vagus nerve and vice versa. To incorporate physical activities to regulate the vagus nerve to support digestion. I'll be posting one of my favorite vagus nerve regulation exercises on my Instagram for you tomorrow. It's really simple and it only takes about 60 seconds, so be sure to pop on over there and look for it. A few other ways you can regulate your nervous system. Shaking your body. Animals do this, okay? When a gazelle manages to outrun a lion in a chase and they are safe, their body involuntarily begins to shake to move the adrenaline and stress hormones out of their bloodstream and to shift into a state of rest and digest, effectively thanking the sympathetic nervous system for doing its job and activating the parasympathetic nervous system to just chill. This is something that we as humans were never taught to do and we really can learn more from our primal animal friends. Another way to regulate your parasympathetic nervous system is dance especially some booty shaking to release energy in the hips. The hips hold a lot of tension and also house the bottom end of the vagus nerve. So some booty shaking can be really beneficial. Another one is to spend time in contemplation, actively choosing rest and digest mode. This is one of my favorite activities or non-activities of late. And I'm really quite eager to visit this topic in a future podcast. Now, this is not an exhaustive list, and there are, of course, plenty more somatic tools and methods to support your nervous system to be more balanced. And I would really like to now segue and take this conversation in the direction of anxiety, a hugely prevalent challenge plaguing many people on the planet. I myself get anxious thoughts and feelings. We are all connected after all, but this feels like the right spot to leave you for now, and I think I'll dive into anxiety another day. So on this episode of MJ's Magic Hour, we've spoken about fear, starting with the collective shadow that we face as a global society through to the level of how as an individual, it's possible to overcome fear and embrace joy, happiness, and inner peace. How it's possible to shift from survive to thrive through devotion, repetition, and choice. I've really enjoyed putting this together for you, and I cannot wait to jump into next week's topic, which has yet to reveal itself. <laughs> I trust that what needs to come through will come through. So until next Wednesday, sending love. Thanks for tuning in. If you loved this episode, leave a review or share to a friend because sharing is caring. As always, I would love to hear your takeaway from today's MJ's Magic Hour. So drop me a DM on Instagram, Magdalena Jensen underscore coach. If you have been considering coaching, I would be thrilled to support you to create sustainable change in your life. Feel free to check out my website, www.magdalenajensen.com and let's chat. It all starts with a conversation. Take care of yourself and sending love.